Welcome to the Move More podcast, powered by the performance and recovery team at Carolina Movement Doc. Since 2022, the CMD team has been helping athletes of all capabilities move more, move often, and move well. From our doctors of physical therapy to our skilled sports massage therapist and our in-house dietitian, our team will cover topics pertaining to performance, recovery, fueling, and overall mindset to help achieve the ultimate level of health. Interested in working with us in person? Get a hold of our team today and find out how we can transform the way you look at healthcare. Hit us up at www.carolinamovementdoc.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. I am your host, Dr. Scott Jablanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. On this episode, we're going to dive into and get crystal clear insight into the dramatic difference between sports massage and your typical day spa. So turn up the volume. This one's going to be a good one. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. I love that intro music. It just gets me jazzed. Okay, let's dive into it, guys. Sorry, the only reason why we came up with this topic in this entire series that you're about to listen to is because many times uh, when we see people in the clinic as therapists, um, it's very important that we we ask what our clients are doing on a regular basis. You know, what is your typical routine? Uh, Morning, afternoon, we go from daily to a weekly routine to we may actually kind of outline what a typical month is. And especially when they're trying to improve their their physical fitness, their overall health uh, from a nutrition standpoint, hydration and overall muscular strength. We always have to ask, you know, what are you doing? What's what's your regular routine? Um, And many times people say, yo, I, I go and I get a massage. And that's cool. It's a very vague term, though. And I've, I've learned to kind of just accept this as a, a vague term. And I, I've had to dive into what they mean by massage. So I said, OK, well, you know, one, where do you go? And two, I say, yeah, tell me about your experience with it. And nine times out of 10, they go to uh, your, your, your typical corner store massage parlor where I call this like the, the drool on the pillow kind of massage. And for what I need them to do and what I'm asking of them in the clinic. And once we get to the performance-based aspect of our rehab and our recovery programming and plan, uh, the drool on the pillow stuff doesn't work for me. So I said, you know what, why don't you go see somebody that I, that I know and trust and let's get a sports massage. And I've been having, you know, uh, trouble getting people into them because they're, they're so popular now. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm just kind of referring out too much, which I don't think is a, a, a thing. I think I can never refer to out, um, refer to them as much as possible. I need to do that. But I, it, it's, it's, it's come to fruition that there's, there's a disconnect between what is, you know, good massage and what's purposeful. And especially when we're talking about goal-driven individuals, individuals that really want to help their, their physical fitness, maybe they want to advance it, maybe they want to keep hitting PRs. If that's the case, then, you know, we need to kind of rethink it. So enter Mikey Black. Mikey Black is our resident and in-house phenom with Sports Massage. Mikey, what is going on, man? He's well, here. What's happening? My man. So we brought on Mikey Black just to kind of fulfill this giant void we had in our on our team of, you know, we need a formal bodywork sports massage, something that's going to really get to certain tissues and we really kind of add more value to what we do in the clinic as therapists, you know, in addition to, yes, manipulation, cracking and popping. 
uh, dry needling, anything like that. What what else can we do? And many times, uh, I need people to have a skilled set of hands on them longer than what I can do in the clinic. So we got Mikey here. Mikey is a resident sports massage therapist. We're going to talk about the difference between what is sports massage. We want to give you education and value behind sports massage and how that differs from your typical day spa. So Mikey, thanks for being on this on this episode, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, of course. Good. So just I'm go always ahead. here in spirit. In spirit. Always in spirit. All right. Black Truck Brigade. Here we go. Uh, go ahead, just real quick, man. Just kind of give us a little bit of a background about, you know, your history, how you got into sports massage, where you are now, why you wanted to get into sports massage, and how you ended up on our team. Sure. Um, so I got into fitness world, maybe like 15-ish years old. Started with uh, P90X home workouts. Ah, yeah. Just decided to go as hard as possible right out the ba- <laughs> right out the gate. Tony Horton. Um. And then didn't really have any direction in high school. Like I had great grades, AP classes, all that stuff. I didn't know what I wanted to do afterwards. So logical option was let's make as much money as possible and go study accounting and finance. (laughs) And then got about three years into college doing accounting and finance classes while simultaneously coaching group fitness classes, working as a personal trainer, working as a administrative assistant for like the campus rec department. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one day they brought in a guy to do a like recovery course for us, mm-hmm. very knowledgeable, knew just so much about the body, physiology, soft tissue, all this stuff. That is so cool. And so, you know, we're listening to this guy like, oh man, this guy's got to have like so many degrees, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Started talking to him and he's just like, no, I'm a massage therapist, went to school for eight months and then just studied my butt off afterwards and yeah. took all sorts of classes. And now here I am. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. And then... Got to the point where uh, accounting and finance was just burning me out. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and call it done and give this whole massage thing a try. Nice. And then I think just having the athletic background from being in the gym for so long, wrestling in high school, um, doing other sorts of like martial arts, combat type stuff, like seeing the need for it, even in that sport alone. And then all my other friends that we're on the football team or running track or playing soccer and realizing like we beat ourselves up. Yeah. Right. And so someone's got to be that guy to come in and figure things out and really get into the nitty gritty of the anatomy and take it beyond that personal training certification, which is nice, but you yeah. know, it's a two week course. Like, right. congratulations, you know, everything there is about fitness now. Uh-huh. Like, right. uh, okay. Not necessarily. I think that a lot of that, that the whole certification thing that kind of uh, translates through a lot of the industry too. even, you know, not to knock on my profession at all as a physical therapist, but many certifications that we do get are weekend courses. Yeah. We went from Friday, we studied to the Sunday. Many times it's not even a test or anything. It's just like a, yeah, it looks good. It doesn't, here's your certificate. Now you're certified. And yeah, no, certifications are great, but I always say, you know, certifications are not the cat's pajamas. That is not the, the, the end all be all. And I'll even go as far as to say is, you know, please uh, do not confuse certifications for qualifications. Right. All right. What qualifies somebody to, you know, be an excellent clinician? Is it how many letters in alphabet soup they have after the name or is it the quality of work that they provide and the rationale for it? So I think, you know, you, I mean, your experience above and beyond just the massage school is just your athletic background. Right? I always say athletes need athletes in order to treat an athlete. It's important to understand what it means to be an athlete so we can kind of really understand 
how much pressure we use and what do we do? You know, where is this athletic mindset? You know, should I be more aggressive? Should I kind of back off? You know, only athletes know that um, having that experience or even just being in the fitness world, we just know um, when to push, when not to push. All right. Or just, right. you know, what, what we need to do. So that is cool, man. So your background is, it just screams not finance. <laughs> no, it screams not accounting. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're happy to have you here. So let's just go right into it. If that's cool. Let's just ask the million dollar question. What's the difference between sports massage and the corner day spa? Um, so like you said, the corner day spa is going to be that very much drool on the pillow. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a full body massage head to toe. Uh, they'll probably use an excessive amount of oil or lotion. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be relaxing. I mean, it does that intended. Per- if your sole purpose is to relax and fall asleep and pass out great. Yeah. Um, if you walk in and your neck's hurting or you got a shoulder problem, I wouldn't put money on uh, expecting that to be resolved. Yeah one of those sessions right now granted like some places will have like your more franchise massage places will have one or two therapists that are really good mm-hmm. and know what they're doing but they're probably not going to last long and get picked up by someone else to come work for them instead right which is what happened to me yeah that's kind of what i did i kind of handpicked mikey as soon as he came in and we had a conversation it was like, well, this guy uh, doesn't belong in his current role. He needs to be on our team so we can build up his clientele because he is an expert in his field. Uh, so the potential is just just overwhelming. I'm like, yep, this is the right decision. It felt good in the heart. Um, and it was a unanimous decision throughout our entire team. In fact, anytime we bring a, a teammate on, we always pose it to the team. Um, and it was unanimous and almost immediate that Mikey needed to be on our team. So this is exactly what happened to you. This that's how we poached Mikey, and um, we're, we're super happy that he's here, and it's it's been fun to see kind of this thing grow. And and you're right, um, she, the 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 corner spa has its purposes. Let, let's let's face it, you know, when people are just crazy stressed out, or maybe they just need alone time. Sometimes they just need some quiet time. Oh yeah, yeah. I think those places serve their their purpose, especially if you're into the whole oily and scents. Right. And weird lighting and soft, hot stones, hot soft stone. music. Yay. Uh, personally, I'm not. Actually, I don't enjoy that at all. Right. Um, I hate saying that, but it's just, you know, I have, I have better ways to kind of relax. Usually it's just sleeping or I'm, I'm a big fan of like the, the contrast, the hot and cold plunge. Love that stuff. That actually relaxes me a whole lot more than oils and scents. Right. I don't know why. It's just a perf- personal preference. Yeah. But let's talk about real quick. Um, you know, the, the goal of sports massage. So it's, it, it's cool to understand the difference. And I think some people know the difference. Maybe they'll, they're uh, maybe intimidated to get a sports massage because they don't want to hurt, but it's important that they know uh, the goal as you know, maybe why am I sending one of my clients out to a sports massage therapist? So ultimately what is kind of the goal of somebody who is on your table with, let's say just throwing this out there, this generalized shoulder pain. Right. Um, so like at, I guess the very roots, like massage and soft tip human ta- ah, soft tissue manipulation is just to reduce tonality within the tissue. So what someone would refer to as tight muscles or they have knots yeah. in their muscles. We could talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the goal is like if someone has shoulder pain, first step is to figure out why. So, some people, maybe it's the traps are too tight and it's kind of pulling the shoulder up and forward or it's mm-hmm. the pecs 
which uh, especially, you know, those people that do work behind a desk all day, yeah. like that's going to be number one. Like, even if pick. you're super active, like if you're playing sports, if you're in the gym, if you're training your back and really trying to work those opposite muscles, like if you're still stuck in that keyboard warrior position for eight hours out of the day, yeah. chances are your pecs and your internal rotators are going to be jacked up. For sure. So it's my job to get in there, work those muscles out. Might take us 20 minutes. It might take a whole 60 minute session, mm -hmm. especially if you're extremely active on top of whatever else you got going on in your life. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, if you got an event coming up, uh, sometimes that shoulder pain, that tightness is going to limit your range of motion. Mm -hmm. I've worked with a lot of baseball pitchers. And so yes. if there's anything we know, they need that explosive power that those muscles are providing, but they also have to have that shoulder loosey-goosey ready to fire off Heck so they're yeah. not tearing a rotator cuff or jacking up their elbow or Heck yeah and, and and pitchers in general they generally know um they're really in tune with their body so if it's like a lower back issue um but you're seeing it for their shoulder you can still hit that too yeah so they're gonna be like yeah it's just you know when i'm when i'm pushing off the stripe and just if you look at a pitcher in slow motion you can see the whole kinetic chain that's about to oh, unfold yeah. um so a massage therapist who knows what he or she is doing is really going to hit that entire kinetic chain. Sometimes we'll call this like the posterior oblique sling, sometimes the posterior superficial sling. Um, but we're going to hit that entire thing just to make sure that when the pitcher who has to do something that's very explosive in a very short period of time, like throwing 90 plus miles an hour, they're going to need that entire kinetic chain to be as prepped and ready to go as possible. So that's where that kind of sports massage falls into play. That's something that I drew on the, uh, on the pillow massage just doesn't do for you right yeah and especially like your elite athletes uh, i i call them high maintenance and i, I say that with love all you athletes are you elite athletes but you're so in tune with your body that when something small goes wrong you you think it's a, you believe i not think you believe it is a problem so it's up to us as therapists both pt and massage therapists to kind of tease out how severe is it and can we make those positive meaningful changes on you right away even if that is just on our table so you can get back to performing uh performing well i hope that hope that makes any sense and all you baseball pitchers out there <laughs> listening to this if you're not in a sports massage table you should be on a sports massage table and you should be on our sports massage table now let's talk about like you know what kind of person uh would probably need this is like a twofold i'm gonna let you go first and i'll kind of dive into that afterwards and i'll add my two cents to it but you know what kind of person ultimately would need like a sports massage versus your typical baseball drill with pillows um so i'd say anyone that's doing any kind of athletics and that doesn't have to mean on a professional or even a college level like your average gym goer um your if it's burn boot camp or crossfit or you're just going to gold's gym yeah chances are you're breaking up muscle fibers and stuff's gonna maybe heal a little wonky when you're recovering and sometimes those knots or restrictions in the muscle tissue or the fascia can form mm -hmm. um and then like you said in the immortal athlete series like even like just your everyday mom like yeah. you're carrying in groceries like everyone has those moments where oh, it's just yeah. like oh you know i i work out all the time and you know i feel great but then one day i bent down to do x and yeah. when i stood up my low back just oh i couldn't yeah couldn't even move i was on the couch for three hours that night and i don't know what's wrong it's never a cool injury no right? we always get injured i always say you know x is dangerous you shouldn't do this because it's dangerous you get hurt and Nine times out of 10, anybody that sees us in the clinic, it's not the actual sport or the athletic performance stuff that got them hurt. 
It's the weird stuff at home where you they moved awkwardly or just just one small motion. All of a sudden, now they got this nagging pain. That's ironically that you say that because across the board, that's pretty much what happens, dude. Right. And that's the stuff that kind of can rear its ugly face. And you know, lo and behold, we are strong individuals, so it's not going to affect us as much as somebody who's sedentary or right. lacks the strength. But still, it affects you, and that's something that we can definitely dive into for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. We have to understand that you know many times. You know, exercise, we say sports massage. You don't have to be in sports for sports massage. It's just a very purposeful kind of label that we put on the approach that we use. And it's it's for anybody really, and I'll, I'll throw this in there, anybody who just enjoys moving their body well. Now, let, let's, let's be honest and let's just kind of take a step back. You know, personally, I'll speak to myself because it's easy to talk about myself and it's not HIPAA. So, I love working out. I love pushing myself, but I go through phases. You know, I go through kind of seasons of my my life. You know, how much effort or intensity do I put into a workout in a gym? What kind of modality do I want to use? Do I want do I want to do clanging and banging of the CrossFit world, or does today just feel like a, a long run day? Or, right. Or maybe just you know today I just want to hop on the cycle and hit the trainer and just kind of grind out RPMs for like an hour and a half while I listen to a, a podcast. So I go through seasons and sometimes I take it very seriously, but sometimes I take it very gingerly. But either way, that's my time. That's my time to adjust myself where I can kind of clear my mind. No one's really bothering me because I can put stuff on, on do not disturb. And that, even if it's 40 minutes to an hour, that time is really important to me. And the more I talk to clients, the, the more they say, you know, you know, I just need that. It's like, that's my, it's my decompression time. And a lot of times that's the best way to kind of handle um, stresses, handle anxiety, maybe even go as far as handle depression. Um, so for them to do that is incredibly important for their overall health. And if they can't do that, if they have trouble doing that, if they have pain at all, while they do that, that severely affects the quality of their time, the, the quality of that hour of their day. That is just them and they can decompress. They can feel like themselves right. All right? and they can get back to doing the stuff they want to do with a better mindset. If they have pain, they can't do that. Right. Right. So that is where I think we as therapists and you as a sports massage therapist can have the greatest effect on someone's quality of life. What would you... What are your thoughts on on that? When I when I say that's the where that's really where the meat and potatoes is. Uh, uh yeah. So I guess to build off what you were saying, like pain is just one of those just funny things. Like for some people, like you said, like just having that hour to come in and unwind yeah. is really all they need. Yeah. Like they probably don't even have anything wrong with their neck, but they have that chronic neck pain, and mm -hmm. just to be able to come in, lay on the table, and just breathe, relax take it through some range of motion is mm -hmm. all it takes. Heck yeah. Some people, not everybody. Some yeah. people have actual problems that need to be worked out. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think it helps you to be mindful. And then that mindfulness about yourself and your emotions, this, that, and the other will also translate to mm -hmm. your mindfulness about your body. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes having a massage therapist to work with will help take it back to the baseball thing. Let's say, you know, a pitcher, it's like, oh, my shoulder, my shoulder, my shoulder. Like, they start doing shoulder exercises. They're doing whatever. And then, you know, you get with a good, talented sports massage therapist uh, like myself. Mm -hmm. uh, you might realize, like, after working, it's like, hey, man, like, or gal. Um, 
you have this muscle called your lat that ties into your shoulder, but it actually runs all the way down into your hip. And what I'm seeing is like this hip is actually the root cause of this problem. Mm -hmm. If we can get this area to open up and relax and release, like I'm pretty sure that shoulder pain is going to go away. Mm -hmm. And then just having you also you're kind of training people to be more mindful about that stuff too like everything's i hate to say that but everything's connected like it all yep you know it ties in some way or another yeah and it's a cliche thing to say like oh everything's connected and people just arbitrarily say that because they probably heard it somewhere and of course we're one body everything's got to be connected somewhere but the more we dive into it and the more the more nerdy stuff we get into uh the more realize that they're like gosh dog actually yeah yeah it actually is really connected and we're talking about not only like the muscles and tendons, like the stuff that's typical, but when we get into like the, 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 the conversation around fascia and like fascia linings and how historically we thought that fascia, and I might be t- treading on your turf here, but this is nerdy stuff for me too. Well, historically, when we talk about fascia, we're thinking like it's inert, it's just there, it's like connective tissue, but it doesn't really serve a purpose. Flip the script on that. Actually, I was talking to uh, Dr. Uh, Chris DePrado, the uh, the founder of uh, myofascial decompression. So when you're uh, watching the Olympics and you like the Michael Phelps effect, all these swimmers with these giant big red marks on their bodies from cupping, uh, that's him. That's Dr. Chris DePrado out of California. He's a really cool dude, really smart, does a lot of research when it comes to myofascial decompression. Uh, and he does a lot of research diving into fascia and what that really is. Come to find out, it's chalk full of receptors. It is like an information superhighway and it runs throughout our entire body. So when he says, when Mikey says, you know, everything's connected, that is 110% true. And in fact, uh, he talked about the lat. The lat has this giant fascial lining over it too that we can affect just by placing either nice sustained, methodical, and very purposeful pressure or maybe even decompression to kind of loosen up that tissue. If we affect the fascia, we affect so so much and this really kind of does translate into once you get onto the table versus when you get off you feel tremendously better a lot of times that is part of the equation as to why people feel better i got off on a tangent there but yeah oh, that's that just kind of that just sparked a little thought process yeah when it comes to that too i, I mean it, it's cool just kind of dive into that world kind of figure out you know why this works why does it, why does that happen when you get off a table like when, when I get out of like performing just simple mobility routine that takes maybe two or three minutes. I don't think mobility for me, I may have enough time to do 40 minutes, but after three minutes of doing some simple mobility and then I just feel better. I want to know, well, why, you know, why does this, why does just 30 seconds of this versus five minutes feel just as good? And I want to know why. And that, that, that has to dive into, well, what tissues are being engaged? How long are we engaging it for? What's the target tissue? Um, and what's its typical response rate? And then we can dive into and we'll at least like sculpt a certain program as to, well, the parameters are, you know, if this doesn't give you anything more doing it for three minutes versus 30, then maybe 30, 30 seconds is, is a little bit easier to do. Yeah. So I just got to know why. So diving into the fascia world is really fun because there's so much, uh, so much to learn about it. And it's really kind of changed our mindset as to from an inert tissue that doesn't do anything to maybe this is a really cool target tissue to focus on. We can just fire off some like sports massage day spa type stuff real quick. I was going to say another huge difference is just time. When you go to these big franchise massage places, yeah, uh, you book it as an hour appointment, but that really means you get 50 minutes hands-on time. 
and then your therapist has five minutes in between to flip the room, grab the next client, go, 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 knock them out. So I think another huge difference uh, seeing someone in a private practice is knowing you're going to get quality time, a full hour treatment, and then enough time to follow up and actually develop that treatment plan. Yeah. It's the same thing with like a, like an outpatient or a inpatient like PT yeah. or more of a PT mill kind of place. It's PT just, let's mills. get people through the door. Let's, That's exactly let's give them the same cookie that. cutter nonsense and yeah, man. make sure you drink water and stretch. I'll see you next month. Yeah, that's cookie. Yeah. <laughs> cookie cutter. I hate that. And that's exactly what I was thinking about when you just said that is, man, you know, the, the PT mill world or your typical corner, your corner PT office, you know, you, you go in, you get motored through, all right. Sometimes they're like the same stinking program all the time, but maybe there's like two or three other people next to you doing the same thing. And then you get pushed out. It's like, man, I just spent time out of my day. I spent my money, my gas, time away from my family to come here and do this stuff. It's like, is that really valuable? And, you know, I think that kind of speaks to, to the value that you give from a sports massage versus your typical, you know, maybe franchisee kind of massage. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, true. That's about all I got. We got about five more episodes in this whole series to cover what we want. Okay. Close it out then. Yeah. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I hope this podcast and this first episode in this series was helpful for you. It gave you a little bit more insight as to, you know, are you at that day spa? Do you think you'd need or would benefit from that switch, that, that beneficial and necessary switch? to a skilled sports massage therapist. I hope this answered a lot of your questions or at least shed some light on the giant difference between the two um, and how our services, and I, in my opinion, are probably a little bit more superior to their day spa so long as you want to stay out of pain and keep performing at your top level or if you just want that hour of your day to be your hour of the day and nothing else bothers you. Get on our schedule. Get on Mikey's schedule now. We'll, we'll put a lot of the information in the show notes here, but you can just get a hold of us at www.carolinamovementdoc.com send us a message remember you can find this episode and all our episodes on any platform that hosts a podcast apple spotify get a hold of us like us follow us so anytime a new episode drops it kind of pops up on your phone and automatically starts playing that's the best way to do that and plus we're kind of entertaining too and we're good people so again you can find us on facebook find us on instagram at carolina underscore movement underscore doc we're putting out a lot of good content that's free some is funny and edutaining uh, but we're having a lot of good times doing it. And if you want something to discuss on this podcast, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you got some value behind anything from performance to recovery to nutrition to mindset. We want to have you on the on the episode. Right? Let's sit down. Let's chat it out. Let's provide some good content for everybody in the community so everybody can start to really dive into and become the immortal athlete that we want you to be. All right. Once again, I am Dr. Scott Jablanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina, accompanied by my man, Mikey Black. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, See y'all next time. We are signing out. See you guys later. (laughs) 